Well, we interrupt the Big League Magazine State of Origin 1 review for this important message. Now, it's brought to you by Slater and Gordon. If you have a legal issue to tackle, call 1-800-555-777. And I don't say that lightly because on the line we have Daily Telegraph journalist Michael Carianas who has broken a massive story in the game of rugby league today. He's going to talk us through it a little bit more. G'day, Michael. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, everyone. Uh, look, congratulations on the story. Unfortunately, it's uh, it's not a positive one for the game, so let's go to it. Uh, based on your story today and uh, anything other findings that you have, can you lay out to us exactly uh, what has transpired over the course of, well, I know it's not the last 24 hours, but uh, certainly the story has come to light in that time. Yeah, it's, it's a massive story, Jimmy, that's been brewing in the background for you know at least a month. Uh, police finally confirmed today that they're investigating two NRL matches for uh, alleged match-fixing. Um, they would not say any more on the record, but it, it's my understanding that there's two games that they're looking at particularly closely from last year. Uh, it's, it's a manly Parramatta game and a manly South Sydney game from uh, last year. When you say match-fixing, are we looking at uh, outcomes as in result of the game? Are we looking at uh, results within the game, like a you know a penalty goal, or, or are we actually looking at a, a wider picture than that, Michael? This is why it's so serious, Jimmy. We're looking at... Um Results of the game, wow. so match-fixing, not spot-fixing, nothing like that. It's match-fixing, the outcome of, of the game and potential spreads on games. Michael, it's Pam. I was just um, wondering, like there's there's been talk about this for, for quite a while now and especially over the past few years, I think there's been, you know, some isolated incidents, well, you know, that have appeared isolated, I guess. But is this a game-wide thing? Is this a game-wide issue or is it just oh. these two incidents? It, it's, it's 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 hard to tell at the moment. We're we're just in fo- we're focusing, and the police are uh, we're focusing our investigation around two games. Mm-hmm. Um, does it cast, will the police cast a wider net potentially? Um, I don't want to say it's rife within rugby league or anything like that, but um, two games is enough for it to be a, a major concern. One game is enough for it to be a concern. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Michael, it's Maria. Um, how how has the NRL reacted to this? Um, and what's the feeling you get from them about the seriousness of it? Uh, Maria, the NRL have known about this, so this is this is not sprung on them. They, they've been aware that police and journalists in the background have been working on this story. So when a when the story eventually broke this morning, they weren't shocked. Um, but they, they they're treating the allegations very seriously. Um, Todd Greenberg is, is uh, there's a phone hookup with all the CEOs uh, this afternoon, so to, to give them a rundown of exactly what's going on. Um, and he's he's already released a statement saying that you know the NRL are going to work closely with the police to to uh, work on an outcome for this. Michael, you said it's sort of been a bit of talk around for about a month or so. Um, now, these games took place last year. How has it sort of come to the surface now? I mean, you know, in regards to match fixing, is, I mean, is there irregular betting or has there just been, you know, word of mouth has been spreading that this has been happening? How has it all come to, to light? Yeah, how, how it's actually come before us is, uh, it's just one of those things that have just, They've just happened, and you've been working. You hear something, and you work away on it. You work away on it, and eventually it, it amounts to today. But um, in terms of betting records and, and, and all that sort of stuff, where we, you know we don't have access to those yeah. at the moment, so um, there, there hasn't been, I don't think, a, you know, a, a bright light that sort of shone and set the alarm bells off. But it's definitely something that's been brewing for a while. Well, this is interesting because if they've done that without the access to betting records, then the NRL have the right to go into all betting partners and access their records um, and, and look at any irregularities that may exist yeah. within those two games. Have the organised crime squad given an indication of the timelines and when they might release some more information, Michael? Yeah, 
no, 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 not at all. They don't work to, to timelines, particularly to, to media timelines. So they'll uh, work, you know, in the background on this investigation. And when they've got something further to say, they'll, they'll tell us. Uh, the problem with that is that um, the, the NRL do work on timelines. You know, they've got games yeah. this weekend. They've, exactly. got, they've got people who are paying hard-earned money to go out and see the games. They want to make sure what they're seeing are legitimate contests. And, and that goes to the very heart of this issue. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. It's, it, it rips at the integrity of the game and everything mm. that we as all fans, we're all fans of the game. This is what we've been brought up to love and um, it, does, it does rip it down if, if these allegations are proven to be true. Mm. Michael, if they're proven to be true, do you have any idea what the sanctions would be? Uh, you've got, uh, it's got to be a life ban, doesn't it? This is, uh, if, if they're found, into, if anyone's found match fixing, I don't think there's a place for them in the game or in sport. I don't think anyone here is going to disagree with you, Michael. It's a massive story. Um, congratulations again on breaking it, and we will read with interest uh, going forward uh, about exactly, uh, exactly how this uh, plays out. Not a good look for the game, but um, anyway, let's hope we find some positives. Thanks again for your time, Michael. Thanks, guys. Michael Carianis there from the Daily Telegraph uh, broke that story today about uh, match fixing, not spot fixing, match fixing in the National Rugby League. Mm, probably not good timing. It's it's better to just come on as major sponsor of the NRL either. When is good timing? Never. For, for this. Yeah. Um, and, and that's yeah. the thing. You know, you look at uh, the newspapers yesterday, and, and I, I work for a radio station that's owned by a betting organisation, but you look at it and you go, wow, front page of the City Morning Herald, mm. there is a massive ad for a sports betting partner. Back page of the Daily Telegraph, there's a massive ad for a sports betting partner, and you think, wow. Yeah. I know they've got commercial imperatives, but... Uh, where do you draw the line? And it just it just makes you think. You're like you, you can't imagine as a fan that anything could happen like this. You know, it's it's a game. There are so many people on the field. There are so many people officiating. Like, how could it happen? But I mean, I guess anything can, and it's quite scary and sad. Not not only could it happen, but could it be attempted? Yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's that's we remember 2010 with Ryan Tandy. Yeah, it, yeah. it didn't yeah. happen, but it was attempted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a court of law found that. So it, even if they didn't get the outcomes that they wanted, the fact that they would attempt that, that's the thing. That, that's the thing that I find is the saddest and most difficult to understand because these players work their entire lives. Like their entire life is dedicated to football. They uh, they live it, they breathe it. It is what they do every single day. And they put, themse- they put themselves through that to win football games mm. and to be as successful as possible and to risk all of that for some possi- whatever possible reward they might get out of it. It, it, you have to wonder what kind of a mental space they are in and what kind of a situation they're in to, to justify it. Well, the other thing that we've seen uh, over the last few days, uh, and the NRL has written warnings about this, but uh, we've had persons of interest or persons known to police who have infiltrated playing ranks, and as a result of that, they've been given warning letters and, and so forth. So I think um, you're right. Th- those people who have spent all their life preparing themselves for this uh, sometimes, yeah. somehow... Uh, get themselves off track. Uh, it's the State of Origin review. Uh, we just had to get across that topic because it's a, it's a very big one. Uh, so we appreciate the time of Michael Carianis.